my fellow traders, I know that we said that we would be sharing our story too this week. However, we decided to push it back a couple of weeks because if there's ever an episode that needs to be shared, it's this one. I promise you, you're going to be glued to your seat while you're listening. If not, then you need to buy more Gorilla Glue. And why do you need to buy Gorilla Glue? Because it's the official glue of Truth Is Now Treason. That's because it's really good at removing dingleberries. So welcome to Truth Is Now Treason. I am Lennox. And I'm Dietrich. Seems like the new buzzword for the left is democracy. We hear phrases like, this group is a threat to our democracy, or in order to save our democracy, or January 6th is the biggest threat that's ever existed to our democracy, blah, blah, democracy, democracy, democracy. Now, we've heard nothing else for the last year when Biden has talked. Now, this is, this is especially in regards to the war between the Ukraine and Russia. Now, most people seem to think that the U.S. and NATO's involvement in this is about helping the Ukrainian people. Now, that's what we've been told, right? That is what America has always stood for ever since Dietrich and I have been alive. And you've been alive a lot longer than I have. And I look better and younger. (laughs) (laughs) But America, traders, has been a force for freedom across the world. However, in this case, I believe there is a bigger picture, which we will explain in this episode. So stick with us, even if you may not like or even agree with what will be said. Now, the mainstream media and politicians have told us that this particular war is about defending democracy and protecting Ukraine's sovereignty as a nation. The exact words they say tend to go something like this. And on the subject of Ukraine, I will tell you that the president has been very clear and we as the United States are very clear. If Putin takes aggressive action, we are prepared to levy serious and severe costs. Period. And I will tell you that part of the the posture that we have taken is grounded in the respect and the value we place in sovereignty and territorial integrity. That was Vice President Kamala Harris during the NBC's Today Show on January 20th, 2022, last year, about a year ago before Russia invaded Ukraine. And over and over again, we heard things like that. We heard the invasion of the Ukraine is an attack on democracy. Or we heard something like, we're fighting for Ukrainian people's freedom. Another popular one was, we were empowering the Ukraine to defeat today's European tyrant, Russian President Vladimir Putin. Or, the United States will not send troops to fight Ukraine, but we will continue to support the Ukrainian people. Captions on nightly news, phrases and speeches have all been similar to these, and they keep coming. And as we know, Russia did invade in February of last year. But approximately three months into this war, the language began to shift. And if you were paying attention, you caught it. But for those who didn't, listen to this group of Democrats speak last May when they visited Ukraine's President Zelensky in Poland. Now, you're first going to hear Representative Jason Crow speak. Then you're going to hear Nancy Pelosi and then Adam Schiff. But one thing is really clear that this delegation wanted to send, but also President Biden has made very clear with his most recent aid package request. It is a historic request uh, that we're going to push hard in the United States Congress to help pass. And it sends a very simple message. 
We are not interested in stalemates. We are not interested in going back to the status quo. The United States of America is in this to win. And we will stand with Ukraine until victory is won. We believe that we are visiting you uh, to say thank you uh, for your fight for freedom, that we are on a frontier of freedom, and that your fight is a fight for everyone. And so our commitment is to be there for you until the fight is done. The loving world has an interest in the outcome of this war and ensuring that Ukraine is victorious. Uh, and we are determined to do everything in our power to make this so. Uh, we are proud to stand shoulder to shoulder with Ukraine and we will until the victory is won. These politicians who are not in charge of foreign policy who seem to not take into consideration what the Ukrainian people want. They say that they are not interested in stalemates. They will not return to the status quo. They're in it to win it, whatever that means. But maybe we should consider what do the Ukrainian people want? Oh, that's right. People on the left think they know what's better for you than you do. I like how Adam Schiff said, the whole freedom-loving world is standing with the Ukraine. I wonder, Dietrich, by saying freedom-loving world, is he referring to himself and others who have taken away freedoms here in the West? You know, the freedom lovers who took people's rights away by forcing the vaccine on our soldiers, our medical staff, and airlines personnel, causing many to lose their jobs. Or maybe he's referring to Justin Trudeau when he had those truckers arrested and their bank accounts frozen where they couldn't even access their own money. You know, this freedom-loving world. Could he be referring to doctors in hospitals who refused to operate on somebody because they weren't vaccinated, or the governments that took parents away from their children because of their vaccine status, like Canada. Traders, if it were about defending democracy like our media and politicians say it is, then why would these people care so much about democracy in another country and at the same time shut down freedoms in their own? Just here in America. These same leaders who have convinced us that this war is defending freedom have tried to take away our basic freedoms provided in our Constitution. Think about this. These are the ones who are attempting to take away our right to speech with their disinformation board they were trying to create. They were making concerted efforts to silence conservative voices by censoring them on social media. And even paying and meeting regularly with social media CEOs right before elections to shut down stories that actually happen to be true, as we found out later. I mean, we now know through Elon Musk releasing Twitter files that our own government was involved in violating the most sacred freedom of America. They were interfering with our elections. And more importantly, look at how these same people have gone after churches. Democrats began attacking our religious freedoms, not only during COVID, but in Congress's several attempts at passing so-called equity bills back in 2021. And, and they may have finally succeeded in 2022 with this new marriage act crammed through at the last minute. Is that the freedom-loving world Adam Schiff is talking about? Because boy, his words are sure pretty coming out of his mouth, but so deceptive. Even PBS, a liberal source, questioned why the shift in messaging from what they initially told the public. This link will be available 
on our website in the podcast description so you can hear it for yourself. The question is, why are we pouring so much money now to the tune of around $100 billion, and that's billion with a B, dollars into this war? Do you remember when the Democrats fought Trump so hard over the border wall? Do you remember how much money Trump wanted to spend to build the border wall? $5 billion. Democrats were fighting it. They said it was too much. They wouldn't give the money to him. They vowed to block the money. He had to fight them all the way to the Supreme Court. And after a couple of years, he finally won and began building. If you don't believe that they were fighting it, I want you to listen to this. Don't take our word for it. This is Nancy Pelosi, who's in charge of the House of Representatives at the time, saying this to reporters. We're not doing a wall. Does anybody have any doubt that we're not doing a wall? So that's it. Are you worried about backlash? Are you worried about backlash? No, it has nothing to do with politics. It has to do with the wall is an immorality between countries. It's an old way of thinking. Uh, there's not going to be any wall money in the, in, the, in the legislation. Are you willing to come up and give him some of this money for the wall? Because no. apparently that's the sticking no. point. No, nothing for the wall. We're talking about border security. Nothing the for the wall, but that means... It's well, we can go starter. through this all, uh, back and forth. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> How many more times can we say no? Nothing for the world. So that was around 2019 that she was saying that. And there's no wall money. You heard her say it. In the amount of $5 billion for America because it's immoral. But she and others are so eager to pledge $100 billion to another country with no accountability for where American tax dollars are even going once it arrives. And why are we pledging so much weaponry, depleting our own arsenal at the same time? Here's another question. If this is really about democracy, then why would we fund a country that is not about freedom? Why would you fund a country whose leadership is every bit as wicked as Putin is? Yes, you heard me right. Zelensky, the leader of the Ukraine, when it comes to how he treats his own people, is no different from Vladimir Putin. You don't believe me? I want you to listen to Tulsi Gabbard talk with Tucker Carlson. Now, this is Tulsi Gabbard. She was a Democratic presidential candidate back in 2016. She's interviewing with Tucker Carlson. I want you to listen to what she has to say. See, and Zelensky is this hero that is protecting this democracy, which is why Biden says we'll do everything within our power to support him. And oh, by the way, we're going to send almost a hundred billion of American taxpayer dollars to go and support this defense of democracy. But when you actually look at what Zelensky's democracy is, you see uh, no freedom of the press. He has shut down any media that he does not control, his government does not control. He has gotten political opposition uh, arrested, made sure that that's happened. As you mentioned, he shut down the biggest Ukraine church uh, in the country. And, and I found this quote today. He has actually threatened to punish, quote, any Christian caught worshiping in unapproved ways. So this is the democracy that they are saying, well, we need all of your money, our money, taxpayer dollars to go and defend. This is their shining example of democracy. It's no surprise then when we look at what's happening here at home, Tucker, and it's no surprise how we see the political and power elite so easily and willing to undermine our own democracy, undermine our own freedoms, abusing their power to achieve their own political interests because they look to Zelensky's democracy and they see a reflection and opportunity for themselves. So is this really about freedom? Is this really about protecting democracy? 
It doesn't sound like it if this is what Zelensky is up to. We're going to dig into this more in our second episode. Sounds like Zelensky might be a little Putin clone. (laughs) (laughs) Or is he a Biden clone? That too, yeah. (laughs) Very close, yeah. In competition, close competition. (laughs) And we also will be sharing what we think our reasoning is behind this war. Well, you can speak for yourself, conspiracy theorist. Hey, I'm proud of it. (laughs) (laughs) You would be because you're a conspiracy theorist. Until next time, my fellow traders.